Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. As you know, we have this big snowstorm that's supposed to come in. Who knows how much total it will be, but it's all over the news and everyone's running around myself. I'll be out there getting a couple last minute things because I don't think I'll probably be going out until Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And I need stuff for those two days. And it just made me start thinking about the anticipation of what's coming up this weekend and how it's not just preparing by buying things and having food and drink. It's just thinking and preparing our minds and our hearts to talk about Jesus, to bring Jesus into our celebration, into our families, so that Christ is the season that we remember why we're all getting together. It's not about the presence. It's about family and sharing love and, and food and drink with one another. It's about loving and healing and uniting and bringing together people around one beautiful thing, the salvation of the world coming here to earth, Jesus Christ. I think I mentioned this, I don't know if it was for Easter, how important it is for us to remind people of the reason for the season. And I'm not going to do justice like St. Francis Assisi did today as I read this beautiful quote. (sighs) Heed this in your heart. Listen with your heart and make this be you this Christmas. We have been called to heal wounds to unite what has fallen apart and to bring home those who have lost their way. That is what we should be doing this Christmas. We should be the peacemakers. We should be the ones that are bringing everyone together, whether it's at our house or not. Doesn't mean that it has to be under our four walls and roof. We can unite and heal 
and bring home those who have lost their way. So try to find a moment where you can talk about God, especially with little ones. If you have little ones running around, instead of telling them who Jesus is, ask them, do you know who Jesus is? Do you know that he lives forever? Like give them the the awe-inspiring things about Jesus, the God-like things about Jesus. The fact that he brought people back to life and cast out evil, depending on the age, of course, of the person that you're talking to. You might scare the living daylights out of them, so be careful. But if we just remembered, we have been called to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. Thank you, God. What a beautiful quote. Actually, thank you, St. Francis of Assisi and God who spoke through him. And there was another thing that I was reading, just thinking about Joseph, Mary, trying to find a place to stay. A home, a house. I sit and think about this storm that's coming. My husband is still running around (laughs) putting plastic on every single window. It is supposed to be below zero wind chills, like super cold. And I know there are probably people who are in Alaska who are laughing at me. (laughs) But cold is cold. And the house that we live in is not made like they used to make them. And I'm just so grateful. And yet I sit and think about Joseph and Mary, and they got no place to go. I know that wasn't right. Correct English. Can you imagine? But there must have been such hope such joy with the anticipation of bringing God into the world. And yet there had to be so much trust that God would take care of them somehow, some way. And look, look at what happened. They basically went into a cave where animals stay and Jesus was born there and laid in a manger. First of all, they're in Bethlehem, which means house of bread. Then Jesus is laid down in a manger in swaddling clothes after his birth. And a manger is used to feed animals. Jesus is here to feed us in the Eucharist. There's more than some symbolism here. And people come and visit them. It is incredible to think about Joseph and Mary. Look at the adventures that you've had with your spouse. Has anything even come close if you're married, if you're single, if you're religious, any kind of 
adventure or experience that you've gone through can't possibly be compared to bringing the savior of the world into the world and not even having a place to do it. But yet, God had the perfect place in the manger, in Bethlehem, the house of bread. Everything he does has a purpose, has a meaning, has a reason. So as we anticipate the people that we are going to encounter during Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, let's go back and remind ourselves what St. Francis of Assisi says. Excuse me. We have been called to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. If we print this out, put it on our refrigerator, put it on our mirror, put it in our cars, maybe even on our smartphones as a screensaver, something to remind us that this is who we are as Christians. And to bring those people home means to bring them to the heart of Jesus by talking to them about God and bringing God in to the celebration without being embarrassed about it and with full confidence and love. Because if anybody sat there and questioned why you were bringing Christ into Christmas, I'm pretty sure you can have two legs to stand on, (laughs) right? I don't know. Let's be actively evangelizing. Let's be thinking of ways to do it. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, Holy Spirit, as we sit and we think about so many families out there who don't have shelter, who don't have people to take care of them, who don't have those surrounding them with love and joy and God. We pray for all those souls who need your providence, Lord, and we ask for you to fill them with love and peace and joy that they can only find with you and that you take care of them and protect them Guide them and lead them just like St. Joseph and Mary. And help us to heal, to unite, and to bring home our families to you this Christmas. With love, where we accept everyone where they are and judge no one. Where we have courage without any fear of labels, because we know that one day we need to look at you and say, we were not afraid to bring you to the world because you are our salvation. And we are called to bring your light to this darkness. 
Mary, please take our left hand. Saint Joseph, take our right. With the Holy Spirit guiding us and leading us and our guardian angels and the whole holy army helping us today to be grateful, courageous, loving, peaceful, and joyful Christians. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sorry, I'm cutting this one short. I'm going to get myself out there and get those errands done. Let's be grateful for everything that God has blessed us with. And remind ourselves that we are just to be love, to heal wounds, to unite people, and bring them home to Jesus. Oh boy, one more day on the podcast. I hope everything's going good. Today, I need to work out. That's my bodily mortification. Number one, bing, 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 bing. If I do that, I'll be super happy. And then hoping not to fall asleep and take a nap this afternoon. Because I know once the snow starts falling, I'll be like, oh, it's perfect snoozing weather. And to spend some time maybe in prayer in front of the snow and just admiring God's crazy creation. I don't know. Like I said, I don't have them all planned. I should have my workout every day. I'll see how it kind of goes, but that's definitely what I need to do today is the workout. I did stretching last night. I had three little candies. I can't remember the name of the candy thing. My father-in-law brought this huge thing full of candies, you know, the kind that you would get at Valentine's Day that you poke your finger underneath to see that it's not the pink fluffy stuff that's inside. (laughs) At least that's what I did. Anyway, had three pieces of those last night. But I did some working out and some stomach stuff and some stretches before I went to bed. So I wasn't stagnant. I think that is helpful for me. If I can move my body a little bit and get the muscles to kind of ignite, they eat the sugar more than my fat will before I go to bed, if that makes any sense. I'm not a nutritionist, but I know what my body does. I can tell when I eat fat, my fat cells literally expand before my eyes. I can't see them, but I can feel them under my skin. My skin will get tighter because my fat cells are growing and they hurt. I mean, if you've put on some weight quickly and someone kind of like punches you in the arm as a joke, that hurts because your circulation is trying, your blood is trying to go around all of those bloated fat cells. But if you have an overload of sugar... Then, and this isn't an overload. I mean, I had three pieces. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't like I had 10. But if you just start doing things like lunges or sit-ups or push-ups and you go to a moment of fatigue with your muscles, it's almost as if you're reversing that fat because now your body's like, oh, wait a minute. I'm going to use that sugar for this, for these muscles. I mean, my calves and ankles, I call them cankles. (laughs) I got... I got cankles. I got some big bones, people. My joints are big. Anyway, 
I was feeling like my calves were getting huge. So I was just hanging off the edge of my step doing some calf raises, letting my heels go below the step and then pulling myself above. And it it made a big difference. So I'm just throwing that out there, tips and tricks to battle some of the things that we'd like to enjoy, right? Everything with moderation. That's what Satan hates. That's why he wants us to go all or nothing. But God wants us to enjoy everything that he created in moderation with purpose and meaning. Okay. Alrighty. I am out. I love you all so, 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 so much. Find something more with God and have a blessed and inspired day.